1: to the hip hop patriot Jeremy Harrell.
0: Probably one of the largest letdowns in political history. We Just have fun. Fight. Keep fighting, God wins. We love real. American boys.
1: You didn't have a doctor in your life making fun of it, making light of it, or telling you that you're not fit to be served. Can you describe a, a stroke and what you know? What's happened? So I, I use the example. So pretend I was. I want to go to Wegman's. It's such the most important race for the Senate here for 22. We have to replace Pat Toomey. Oh, no, no. Senator Toomey was not very nice to me. He, Pat Toomey, is a miracle. He had a chance, he had a chance to match me up again. Abortion is the ballot, now in November.
0: Folks, two welcome, loaded, locked for America, Jeremy, now 22, I am, Host the show, come, join me here, now, my hero. Or should I say, ladies and gentlemen, you're locked and loaded right here on Live from America, I am, your ever so humbled, God-fearing, and God-loving host of the show, Jeremy Harrell, the hip-hop patriot, coming to you as always from the live free or die granite state of New Hampshire, and it's an honor and a blessing to be here with you all today. Ladies and gentlemen, if you're going to have somebody run for an elected seat or an elected position to represent you, whether it be local, state, or federal, they better be able to come off the cuff just like that. They better be able to look right in the camera and at least put together a full sentence without getting lost 17 times along the way because of, oh, squirrel. Now, I'm not making fun of anybody. Who suffers from a stroke and has this, um, you know, this this issue where there where it's very hard to remember and put a statement together. But I'm also saying that if that has happened to you and you are in this kind of shape, the last thing that you should be doing is making a mockery of our elected of our elected process and how and 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 how we uh, uh, elect representatives. In a, and like I said, in a local state or federal election, they should be able to at least look in the camera and be and have some kind of, uh, you know, common sense. They should have some kind of cognitive test that says that they are fit to be able to hold office. Look, we all know we all know that these politicians um, vote one side or the other regardless we get that we get that there's corruption, and we get that there is there is evil, and there's a, there's a lack of a, a moral compass in our, um, you know, within our elected officials. However, at least they have, you know, the cognitive response to be able to say, "Whoa, there's a line somewhere." But if you're like this, if you're like John Fetterman, then you have you have no ability to understand really right and wrong the way to act just regular everyday common sense things you shouldn't say should and shouldn't say in a public setting but should we be so surprised because my first thought is wow the democratic party really is just using whoever they can and they're pushing this guy forward without even without even taking into consideration him or his family's health but then i thought of joe biden and look at him i mean that is a That is a, uh, you know, a a walking reality TV show. That's weekend at Bernie's at the most highest and most corrupted level of politics in real life. And you think to yourself, well, that's got to be some kind of elderly abuse. That's got to be some that there's got to be something, you know, some kind of law against that. But if they're going to do it with Joe Biden at his level, then why should we think that they would be any different at a at a smaller level like like a U.S. Senate seat? It's really just, it's, it's sad to see the state of affairs that we are in that we cannot even remember, especially one day after 9-11, that we can't, we can't even remember what it's like, even at a political level, to have some kind of common decency and remember the unity that we had on 9-12, 21 years ago, and just tap into that you know once in a great while, especially when it comes down to people's mental health. And parading, you know, they're out there talking about taking people's guns away because of mental health issues. Don't you think it's far more dangerous to put somebody in a U.S. Senate seat who has mental issues than somebody with a gun who might have some mental issues? A U.S. Senate seat with somebody that has the ability to sway uh, a a bill one way or another, and that has mental that has a mental decline like this—that is—that is a very dangerous thing. It's really just, it really is mind-boggling some of the people that are out there running for office with, you know, the troubles that they have legally or, and and I'm talking about real troubles, not trumped-up charges. I'm talking about real pedophile issues that are following people around. Now, I'm not gonna sit here and call this person or that person a pedophile, but I'm gonna say, if you're an elected official and you've got anything in your recent past or in any of your past that has anything to do with pedophilia, Probably not the best choice on both sides. Amen? Unbelievable. Anyway, I hope you had a wonderful weekend. Thank you to the Real America's Voice News team. Thank you to the Real America's Voice audience. It's always nice when we can get the LFA family and the RAV family together. Uh, So whether you're watching on digital TV or Dish TV or even uh, if you're watching on social media, Please let your friends know. Text your friends. Say, hey, you know, Jeremy Harrow, Live from America's on. Share the video. Rumble the video. Like the video. Every bit of it helps more than you actually know. Okay? It's not just about spreading popularity. This isn't a popularity contest. This is a truth contest. This is who can get the truth out there and who's going to stand in the gap um, with an audience or with a, with a following or with everybody side by side like President Trump is, is doing every single day. That's what it's about. So I just want to thank you all very much. And remember... The power of short clips. If you follow somebody, if you follow Real America's Voice News, if you follow each and every show host within Real America's Voice News or even around the Internet, wherever it is, these short clips, they have a lot of power. A lot of people don't have time, especially when they're trying to work two jobs in a Joe Biden America. A lot of people don't have time to watch full length shows. So if you go to some of these people's pages that you follow or if you go to my Rumble page uh, or the LFA Rumble page, you can check out short clips. You know, if you're in the bathroom or if you're having lunch, you can check out short clips and you can catch up. The power of the short clips and the news that you can consume through short clips is absolutely amazing. Absolutely amazing. Uh, Folks, let's go to the Lord right now on this September 12th, 2022. And we'll read from Jesus calling the evening version. And then we'll get into the Lord's prayer tonight. Here we go. When you realize that your deepest desire is for me, you are well on the way to finding satisfaction. As you go along this path of life, you will encounter uh, companions that I have chosen for you. Joy and peace. Now, I, before I continue to read, you know, one thing that, that my wife and I, a, a question that I asked my wife as we were starting our journey with Jesus was, um, you know, How do we know that we are going to, how do we know that we're walking with the Lord? And one of those ways that you know is joy. When you experience true joy, there's a difference between the happiness, the happiest you've ever been and real joy. So when you have joy and peace, when you're walking in the light of the Lord and you're experiencing joy and your spirit feels, your Holy Spirit is on fire, that is joy. And that's a good indication, folks. Though they are intangible, their company is quite beneficial. They can relieve the thirst of your soul. If we go back to Psalm 41 or 42, excuse me, Psalm 42, one and two, David writes, as the deer pants for, uh, uh, for streams of water, so my soul pants for you, O God. My soul thirsts for God, for the living God. When can I go meet with God? And from Colossians 3:15, let the peace of Christ Rule in your hearts. Since as members of one body, you were called to peace. And before you turn out the light, walk with joy and peace into this night and into tomorrow. These companions will enhance your awareness of me. Joy, peace, Jesus, God, heaven, the Holy Spirit. We're talking the the ultimate symbiotic relationship, ladies and gentlemen. And when you can tap into that, Your life will change forever. All right, let's go to the Lord now on this beautiful, beautiful Monday, September 12th, year of our Lord, 2022. Here we go. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us and lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil for thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. Very strong. When we're all on the same page, many, many hands make light work. United. We stand divided. We fall. We've got to get on the same page folks. And maybe with this 57 days left Till midterms, maybe the best thing to do is educate with kindness and compassion. Stay bold, stay strong, keep your foot on the gas, but educate with kindness and compassion. With 57 days left to the midterms, we need to get as many people to see the light as possible. And we will be right back with more LFA right after this. You know, folks, there are times, you know, uh, does anybody know the book of Ecclesiastes? They says that there's a time to dance, there's a time to laugh, there's a time to cry, there's a time for this, there's a time for that. Folks, there's a time for everything. And when you are a Christian, a real Christian, your job is not to go through life in a monotone way, okay? The way you conduct yourself is not to be monotone. Meaning, and I'm not saying that being loving and kind and compassionate is, uh, is in any way a bad thing. If you are that all the time, that's a great thing. But there are times for you to activate your Holy Spirit in different ways. Sometimes you need to activate your Holy Spirit and be bold and strong and very clear in what you're saying. Clear and precise. Okay? And then, ladies and gentlemen, there's time for your your Holy Spirits to activate and be kind and loving and nourishing. And then there are other times for your holy spirit to be act, to activate to, to 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 basically uh spread uh cheer and laughing and joy and dancing in times of celebration. And then there are times for you to to basically lead the pack. Lead the pack in war. And right now ladies and gentlemen, we are fighting a holy war. There is 57 days to slow the spread says Duke Duke, uh, Duke 62 on Rumble, 57 days to slow that spread, amen, to slow the spread of stupidity, and that's what we need to work on every day, tomorrow needs to be 56 days, the day after that 55 days to slow the spread of stupidity, you see what I'm saying, thank you very much, we've got almost 3,000 people watching here on Rumble, I really, really would love to see 40% of the audience engaged. And we've got 800 people watching over on Getter. I will ask the Getter people, if you have a Rumble account, jump over and give us a Rumble. If we can get 40% of our audience engaged, we will be in the top three of Rumble every single day. We will literally take over. And now the fact that we've separated our streams in Rumble, we're going to have so many videos in the top 50 and the top 30 even. But it's going to take an army. Many hands make light work. It's going to take you guys being ultimate, ultimate MAGA. You know what I mean? Big Bang MAGA all over the place, because the further we stamp on that lead leaderboard, the further rumble pushes us out to the masses. And that's what we're looking for. Amen. All right. Thank you all very, very much. Let's come back from this commercial break and let's break it down and let's do it fast. Let's do it strong. Let's do it hard. Here we go. Welcome back to live from America here on this September 12th year of our Lord. Twenty twenty two. From the Live Free or Die Granite State of New Hampshire and from all over America, this audience and this family spreads all over the world, really. But this is Live from America. We're focusing on America. It's first and foremost time. Lift up your cups and let's get going. Here we go. Today, a woman was arrested in Texas for making death threats to Southern Florida Judge Eileen Cannon the judge that is in charge of appointing a special master over the fake and phony illegitimate FBI slash DOJ raid of Mar-a-Lago and the documents they stole from a president of the United States of America. Now, if you remember, barely any of the mainstream news uh, stations out there reported when Brett Kavanaugh's life was in danger. Barely anybody. I bet that there was less than 15 minutes of coverage if you go outside of RAV, if you go outside of, you know, uh, people that actually care about getting the truth out there, your OANs, your RSBNs. If you go outside of that, I would, I would bet you that you're not going to find 15 minutes of coverage combined over the, uh, the death threats that were made and, and, and almost the death, the murder of Justice Brett Kavanaugh. Same goes for now. How many of you have heard today that there were death threats made against Judge Eileen Cannon and that there was an arrest made in in Texas? Well, that happened today, ladies and gentlemen. So let's get right into that story. A Texas woman was arrested and charged with threatening to kill the federal judge presiding over the Trump's special, special master case, Judge Eileen Cannon granted President Trump's request for a special master review of the material confiscated by the illegitimate Biden DOJ during their raid of his home on August 8th. Judge Eileen Cannon also temporarily enjoins or forbid the Biden regime from even reviewing and using the seized material pending the completion of the review. Now, it appears that Tiffany Shea Gish, G-I-S-H, of Houston, fell for the fake news being pumped out by the Washington Post, the New York Times, CNN, and other far-left outlets when you talk about it. On September 1st, Gish left three threatening voicemails for Judge Eileen Cannon using the pseudonym Evelyn Salt. Obviously, she was very salty. Named after the fictional Russian agent played by Angelina Jolie in the action thriller Salt. Gish fell for the fake news stories claiming that President Trump stored highly classified records related to nuclear weapons at his Mar-a-Lago residence. And this is the danger of fake news. This is the danger of mis- or disinformation. Real danger. Not the danger that they tell you to watch out for. Trump is marked for assassination and so are you, Gish said in one of her threatening messages. Get that. Trump is marked for assassination and so are you. How is that not death threats against a president... Of the United States. If that was about Obama, they would have been locking this person up and you would have never heard about it. According to CNBC, magistrate Judge Peter Bray last week ordered GISH detained pending a trial saying that she, quote, appears to suffer from severe mental impairments. Yeah, it's called liberalism and uh, with symptoms including paranoia and delusions. Why? Because they watch CNN and MSNBC and ABC and Morning Mika and Slow Joe and Don Lemon and the rest of the warmongering, lying, left wing, Marxist media outlets. An FBI special—I mean, an FBI special agent—said Tiffany Shay Gish of Houston left these three voicemails for Chamber Telephone of using um, in of Judge Eileen Cannon of U.S. District Court in Southern Florida according to the complaint that was filed on September 6th, identifying herself, as I said, as the Russian agent Evelyn Salt. When agents came to her residence on September 4th, Gish would initially only speak through a balcony window, but eventually invited the agents in and spoke with them for about 45 minutes. The complaint said, Gish in that interview said that she left the voicemails, from her cell phone and also confirmed that a Facebook account with posts echoing the language of the voicemails belonged to her according to the complaint so there you go now you've got people being arrested for threatening the judge who is literally overseeing the illegitimate raid and the and the DOJ has been has already asked the judge to let them have the documents back or let them review them I should say and they're arguing uh, that anybody that Trump suggests or requests or submits any names for the special master should be thrown out immediately because it's a conflict of interest. And we're going to get into that right, uh, right after this. But first, President Trump has asked the judge in charge of appointing the special master to reject the illegitimate DOJ's request, DOJ's request to continue reviewing the documents that they stole from President Trump at Mar-a-Lago. And so the, uh, the liberals there are crying, the Democrats are crying, the Marxists are crying, the communists are crying, the DOJ is crying. None of them want transparency. Every one of them want to run a redacted version of their, of their own investigation. And then they want to be in charge of leaking things out, leaking things out to the New York Times, leaking things out to the Washington Post, because without the 24-hour wrap-up smear campaign... They have nothing. They don't have a real investigation. They don't have any real proof or evidence of any crimes. The only thing they have is their merry band of nitwits and numbnuts to work with them to collude to enjoy somehow, you know, a week-long or two-week-long wrap-up smear campaign until they can kick the can down the road for something else. That's all they have. And if they don't control the narrative, if they don't control the documents, if they can't control the leak of those documents when they want them, well, then their whole case crumbles because all they have is a wrap up smear campaign. Now, this morning on Live from America, we showed you video of Donald Trump's surprise visit to Washington, D.C. Well, ladies and gentlemen, we do have a response from Trump's team as to why that is. And it isn't actually Very uh, there's not a lot of meat and potatoes on those bones because Trump's team said the reason why we're here this morning is so that we are so that I can work out of Trump, Washington, D.C. on the Potomac River. What an incredible place. So when asked, why did you come to D.C., President Trump, President Trump posts on True Social and had his team say, we're going to be working from the National Golf Club in Washington, D.C. today. Now, if that is not an ultimate scare to the left, If that is not an ultimate scare to the DOJ and the crooked FBI, that Donald J. Trump is working from D.C., that means Donald Trump is literally flying in on Trump's private plane with secret security detail, and he's flying into the swamp, and he's letting them know by posting it on True Social, hey, everybody, I'm just, don't mind me, I'm working out of Washington today. I'm working out of the National uh, Golf Club, my hotel, my golf club. Everybody knows me, and everybody knows that I'm working in D.C. today. How you doing? Good to see you. Hello, everybody. Good to see you. It's really the best golf club, really, when you talk about it. And I'm here working. If that is not a message from President Trump, then I don't know what is. I don't know what is. That is him saying, Hi, you lose again, I win again, and I'm working in your backyard. Now, I will read... The candidates that both the DOJ and the Trump team have put forth in order to, uh, for, the, um, for Judge Eileen Cannon to appoint a special master. and now, 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 the two DOJ candidates or nominees uh, are Thomas Griffin and Barbara Jones. Now, Thomas Griffin is a retired federal judge and a George W. Bush appointee who served on the D.C. Court of Appeals from 2005. To 2020, Barbara Jones, another DOJ nominee, another uh, retired federal judge and a Clinton appointee is a former federal prosecutor and a retired judge from the Southern District of New York who worked as a judge from 1995 to 2012. Both of them will be very, very bad. Okay, now let's get to the Trump candidates or the Trump nominees. The first is Paul Huck, Jr., Paul Huck Jr., who has his own law firm, so he understands the private sector and how to work for a living, had been a partner at the Jones Day Law Firm, which represented the Trump campaign in 2016, and a contributor to the conservative legal organization, the Federalist Society. And uh, also, Huck's wife, Barbara Lagoa, was on Trump's shortlist as a Supreme Court nominee after Justice Ruth Bader Ginsburg passed away. The other Trump nominee is Raymond Diary. Diary is a Reagan nominee who has served as a federal judge in New York since 1986, and he retired in 2011 and is now a senior judge on the circuit. Dieri also served a seven year term in the U.S. Foreign Intelligence Surveillance Court, or FISA, before everything got muddied and the, and the waters have turned into swamp. So, based on these nominees from the DOJ and from President Trump, based on the things that I've read about them and reading their background a little bit, I would want Raymond Dieri because Raymond Dieri was appointed by another great Republican. Ronald Reagan, who wasn't as corrupt, was definitely not a rhino, was definitely not a Bush uh, a Bush legacy guy. You know what I mean? Yes, I understand George Bush Sr. was with Ronald Reagan. But Ronald Reagan, if you have anybody that was working under him, I'll take him. I'll take him. Even over Huck, I will take Raymond Deary, if that's my personal choice. But at least now, ladies and gentlemen, you know the four names that have been put forth. You know the four names that Judge Eileen Cannon has to choose from, and you can take those names and you can research on your own to find out who would be the best choice to stand for truth, justice, and the American way. Having said that, it is now another time for commercial break, and we will be right back with more RAV and LFA right after this. Stay tuned. Now, for the LFA family, I do want to say those names one more time. Um, Raymond Deary. Paul Huck Jr. And by the way, Deary is D-E-A-R-I-E. Paul Huck Jr., those are the Trump appointees, or nominees, I should say. Barbara Jones and Thomas Griffith. Thomas Griffith and Barbara Jones are the DOJ's nominees. So do yourself a favor, And do your own homework and try to find out yourselves who you think would be the best choice to represent. Yes, this is for special master, Amy. Yes, exactly. Did you all hear that Chris Cuomo is going to be a new host on News Nation? I was watching TV show and he was on a commercial. Yes, that is true. That is true. He will be a new host on News Nation. Jeremy, I heard we're close to getting to the convention of states. I don't think we are. I, I don't think in reality we are. I'm going to go over to Getter. If you live in New Hampshire, vote for Jeremy Harrell in November. Thank you very much. I appreciate that. I appreciate that. Um, 12 Fruit said, I had to listen to it over and over. Believe me, he said it. I don't know what you're talking about there. Like Jeremy said, they have nothing concrete on Steve or Trump, just the trash talking. That's it. That's all they want. That's all they need. Now, I'm not saying that they're not going to illegitimately try to bring up on charges on anybody. Uh, they may, but they're not gonna be real and not gonna be substantive. They're not gonna have anything, any, anything backing them. He should be on the view, said Halloween. Amen. By the way, I want to thank you for your rumble rants today and every day, ladies and gentlemen. Our rumble rants do go for the LFA producer and our slurp fund. And uh we now we did have our slurp fund replenished uh last week after we um, Uh, donated money to Koi Griffin, and I can't remember who the other recipient was that day, Uh, but we did get our Slurp Fund replenished, and I want to thank you all very much, and I want to thank you for keeping Eli employed. We very, very much appreciate it. Lab Tech, no one cares. That's right. I I assume we're talking about Chris Cuomo. In that case, yes, you are right. Nobody cares. Uh, But you know what people do care about? People do care about not getting cancer. People do care about staying healthy. People do care about energy. And people are caring everywhere about Field of Greens. I think, ladies and gentlemen, that we have like 500 LFA family members who have either already ordered Field of Greens or who have been actively on the Field of Greens challenge. If you are either one of those, raise your hand in the comment section on Rumble and Getter If you are in or if you're actively in the field of greens challenge and let us know how it's working. Now, I have one I've had one complaint and I've had one other person say they can't do it because of the ingredients. But when I read my wife, all of the ingredients that were in these field of greens, she says, I don't know anybody that on earth that's ever gotten their daily amount of those things. And I said, me neither, including me. But now I do every single day. I feel great. The first month was really, really different. It was rough. I was cleansing. My toxins were literally pushing out of my body at an accelerated rate, and that's because I was guzzling it within like half an hour, but you should let it go you know, through a couple hours of drinking it. Put it in a shake. Put it whatever you want. I put it in water, and let me tell you, it's a world of difference, and if any, if lymph node cancer runs in your family, ladies and gentlemen, the one thing that this does is go right after your lymph node system and cleanse it and get every toxin out of there. So go to fieldofgreenstoday.com, use the promo code LFA, and you can even get an even bigger discount if you sign up for reoccurring. Check it out today. My favorite is Wildberry. I'm going on to the lemon lime next, and we'll see how that goes. Fieldofgreens.com, promo code LFA. All right. Back from commercial break, here we go. Welcome back to Live from America here in Real America's Voice News. And I got to say, there isn't a more dedicated and active family than the LFA family. Even the ones that came over from Rav. I mean, talk about engagement, engagement, engagement. You know what I mean? Lately, ladies and gentlemen, our engagement across social media has been absolutely amazing. And I will tell you, if you have not ever, if you if you've never followed our Rumble page, go over there right now, check it out. It's LFA TV on Rumble. You can see my morning shows. You can see short clips. You can subscribe today. Make sure you check it out. The short clips and rumbling, rumbling, rumbling. Go over there today, LFA TV, and also follow me right here on Getter as well. If you're watching on the Getter chat, the RAV chat, follow me on Getter as well. The bigger we all get in numbers, the more we're getting the message out, the more we're getting the message out, the more we are truly making America great again. Now, beware of feds in threads. What does that mean? Have you heard that before? Beware of the thread, the feds in the threads. Well, ladies and gentlemen, I'm here to tell you, beware of the feds in your threads, because right now they are having, there is a massive, massive effort By the FBI, the NSA, and the DOJ, and the ATF, and CIA, right here on American soil, there is a massive effort to get federal agents working for this leftist regime in the threads of every single conservative content-creating platform. That means Getter. That means Rumble. That means Truth. They're in there under pseudonames. And so you better act accordingly now or feds in the weeds, you might call it exactly bad mood. Now, I'm not saying I know that the LFA family out there, whether you're watching on across my platforms or real America's voice news platform, I know that this isn't really a a, uh, a warning to all of you because none of you are law-breaking crazy people. But there are people out there who are Trump supporters who let their anger get the best of them sometimes and type things that could literally, in a Biden regime, in an illegitimate Biden regime, could get you locked up for years. So do not engage with the feds in your threads. In case you missed it, over the weekend, we learned that the FBI was scouring not only the Gateway Pundit's website like crazy, but also comment threads from anybody who is attached to the Gateway Pundit and people like revolver.news, okay? They look at these platforms like Gateway and Revolver as terror, like basically hotbeds of domestic terrorism, which is absolutely ridiculous. Following the unprecedented raid on Mar-a-Lago, the FBI feared retribution from the American public for their ongoing partisan attacks on President Trump. Americans were... And I think, valid, uh, I think it was valid for American outrage out there, even independents and even some Democrats. What we saw was ridiculous, all right? It's absolutely ridiculous. The FBI was put on high alert following the raid due to the protests planned at the FBI offices, quote, new via my FOIA, which is a freedom of information act for all those out there who don't know. Federal law enforcement officers scoured social media to identify threats to FBI buildings and agents and issued internal warnings about possibly armed protests in the days after the FBI illegally searched President Trump's home. The FBI flagged articles all over the Internet that had anything to do with it and kept up on their threads on purpose. Okay, The FBI also flagged um, comments coming from people's social media pages that posted anything about the FBI raid at all, both on the liberal and conservative side, so they could find out who was saying what in these threads. Absolutely incredible, folks. Absolutely incredible. And what they're trying to do right now is they're trying to create another Gretchen Whitmer uh, kidnapping story with everybody. What they're doing is they're working at a legislative level and they're working at a, uh, I should say, in a law enforcement level to kick out people like Coy Griffin from ever running, forever holding office ever again, even if they weren't charged with any kind of sedition or insurrection. Just because you were in Washington, D.C. on January 6th, they're doing everything they can at a judicial and a law enforcement level to make sure those people never run for office again. And the people like myself, who broadcast this kind of news or broadcast the truth of what's going on, they are now going after our comment sections so they can create and manifest some kind of a fake crime within the comment threads so they can then go after those people and take them down using law enforcement. What we're seeing is brown shirt Marxism at its finest. So again, beware of feds in your threads. Don't get caught up in their bullcrap. Live by the law of the God and the law of the Lord, which supersedes man's law. And you never have anything to worry about ever. Okay, make sure you guys understand that. And please share this section of this video and timestamp it so other people are aware of that. Now, I want to tell the tale of two journalists, okay? There's two two kinds of journalism in this country today. There is journalism, which others are calling rogue journalism, which is what they're calling James O'Keefe. Really, it's just journalism. You're getting the truth out there and you're putting it out there. And then there's the kind of journalism that basically just takes um regurgitated propaganda from the federal government and then just does the same kind of regurgitation all over the all over the the, uh, the news waves all over the newspapers all over social media and it's just a nothing but regurgitated propaganda all day long and the right will say that journalism is what James O'Keefe is doing right now and the left will say that journalism is the opposite of James O'Keefe and what you see like on MSNBC every day. Tale of two journalists. Let's follow the first one. And that's going to be failed CNN pundit. Well, he's got his own, he's got a new gig now, Brian Stelter. Mr. Potato Head has a new gig now, ladies and gentlemen. But uh, fake news, Brian Stelter was reportedly causing problems and stirring discontent within the ranks at CNN. So CNN canceled his show and fired him. His ratings were terrible. Nobody liked him. He lied constantly. He pushed propaganda constantly and was nothing but a toilet bowl for news. All right? But now Brian Stelter has landed on his feet, and he's now going to be working for Harvard. That's right, with your children. And do you know what what Brian Stelter is going to be doing at Harvard? He's going to be uh, working at Harvard's Kennedy School, Shorenstein Center on Media politics and public policy. He will now serve as a media and democracy fellow and convene a series of discussions about the center described as threats to democracy and the range of potential responses from the news media. Now, remember, Brian Stelter was out there telling you that if you listened to anybody else other than him, then you were getting lied to. If you needed real news, you had to come to him. We now know that he, was lied, he lied constantly. He was sued for lying. He was sued for being a, a, uh, a far-left propagandist and a Marxist. And now he's going to be working with your children about the proper policy of basically the proper relationship between the news and democracy itself. So you have a low-integrity or no-integrity journalist out there who fails up based on his level of propaganda, and how deep he's willing to go, and how much he can be bought off by the deep state. And then you have another style of journalist, which is Carrie Lake. Now, Carrie Lake was a journalist who worked for Fox News for, what, 20 some odd years? She worked for Fox News. Then she decided to save Arizona and do her part to save America and run for governor. Now, anybody who's had a conversation with Carrie Lake, whether it be over Zoom or whether it be watching her uh, statements that she puts out or her videos or whether it be you shook Carrie Lake's hand, when you look Carrie Lake in the eye, you know right away that she's telling you the truth, that she was a journalist who had integrity, walked away from the machine and now she's getting the truth out there and she doesn't skip a beat. And because of that, because of being a journalist with integrity, she has the left and the right, the establishment, so scared that they're willing to admit how strong of a candidate she is and how weak of a candidate Katie the Coward Hobbs is. Check this out.
1: But I came away believing Mark Kelly is stronger than I thought, and so is Carrie. On television, as she, Carrie Lake, being, being a former... TV anchor for, what was it, 20 years. Yeah. There is a sense from voters that I know this person and whatever is being said about them, and attack ads, et cetera. Well, maybe that's true, but maybe it's just politics. She can't be like that because she's been in my living room for the last 20 years, so she has a right. benefit there. So you watch that in a vacuum and you say, well, Carrie Lake has to be down 10. And, and you're right, and you see the polls and it's
0: neck and neck, and everybody's cinema is a political talent, I'll give her that. But Katie Hobbs is just not a good candidate. There you go. Katie Hobbs is not a good candidate. That's NBC. Those are the left-wing hacks on NBC saying Carrie Lake was a lot stronger than I thought she was. Mark Kelly's weak. We thought he was stronger. Katie Hobbs is not a good candidate. So the difference between a journalist with integrity and a journalist with no integrity is basically the tale of Brian Stelter and where he is now and how he got there and Carrie Lake where she is. Everybody, every journalist with no integrity is fired and every journalist with integrity goes on to do great and wonderful things, i.e. Kaylee McEnany. Just look at Kaylee McEnany and now look at Carrie Lake. There's a lesson out there, kids. Have integrity. We'll be right back right after this. That's a lesson out there for you, folks. Have integrity. If you want to, if you're a kid right now watching this, if you're watching with your parents or your grandparents, there's a thing called integrity and integrity means doing the right thing when nobody else is watching. Cause you know, God is watching, but even if you are a child out there, let's say you don't believe in God. First of all, get right with God, but let's say for some reason you're a youngster out there and you don't believe in God. You still believe that there's a right and a wrong way, even though I would argue you get that from God. That's where your moral compass comes from, from God. But you still know the difference between right and wrong. So do the right thing, even when nobody is watching. That is integrity. And stand up for your beliefs and do exactly as I said last week, that quote from the queen, not giving any props to the royal family. I'm just saying, no explaining, no complaining. That's integrity. When you look at Carrie Lake and she tells you something, you believe her. Why? Because she has integrity. That's why. You do not believe the people that lack integrity. When is Carrie's debate? I'm still waiting to find out the date. I don't know it yet. I don't know it yet. But if we could get one more big round of shares, folks, on Getter and Rumble, I would really appreciate it. And if we could get one more big push of Rumbles, if you haven't liked it yet, I would very much appreciate it. You guys rock. I love you day to day. We're killing it. Let's continue to grow this LFA family and let's get back to it. Thank you, Denise. God bless you, Denise. I love you. God bless you, David, over on Getter and G Wild. Integrity, morals, dignity, and truth. Amen. Amen. Without that, we're nothing. We're absolutely nothing. Amen. All right. Let's get back to it. Here we go. And welcome back to Live from America, folks. God bless you. Thank you for being here. We're not going to waste any time. We're going to get right back to it. Now, I was going to run this story this morning on LFA, on the morning show, but we ran out of time, but it's just too important to skip, so I had to bring it back. I've got to report on it tonight because it has to do with our supply chain. Now, this specific story that I'm about to report on is not in America, but the supply chain is global today. And what affects one country in a big way will affect another country in a big way. And if it doesn't affect us directly in a supply chain way, hey, monkey see, monkey do, right? And the left wing is nothing but a bunch of copycats. So what they see, and if they see it'll work, they will do it. Supply chain issue is about to be disrupted even more. And not just by left wing policy, but by left wing nut jobs, by left wing crazy people who are now protesting climate change and animal abuse. By disrupting the dairy supply chain. Eco-terrorists, we call these people. Climate change eco-terrorist activists have disrupted the dairy supply chain across the United Kingdom by disabling all milk trucks at processing plants. Animal Rebellion, a group of animal and climate activists, eco-terrorists, have been causing major disruptions to a number of dairy distribution facilities across the United Kingdom. This has included blocking and occupying sites as well as damaging milk trucks by popping their tires or loosening their lug nuts. These activists had written to the office of the prime minister in August, threatening disruptive action in September if no progress was made, according to the Guardian. Heroes or zeros, the climate change activists are disrupting milk processing and distribution plants across the UK. This was their seventh hit. Over 50 trucks have been disabled. Dozens of them have been arrested, but there are hundreds if not thousands of them, and they do this whenever they're released or whenever somebody gets arrested, and they should be locked up for life for being economic terrorists, I believe. I believe that's 100% true. Um, the problem with this is, folks, is it's going to work its way here. And if it works its way here to the United States because of the monkey see, monkey do mentality, then we already have what? over 120 food processing plants that have already been destroyed by what? Just crazy fires, right? That are just spontaneously combusting everywhere. We've already got that. You mix that with the supply chain crisis because of Pete Buttigieg and his incompetence, and you mix that with the failed left-wing policy, and we're gonna be hurting for certain because the dairy, the dairy, uh, the dairy industry is already taking a massive hit because of inflation. And now we're gonna see this kind of crap now, the, uh, there's going to be a lot of people that go, well, you shouldn't even be reporting on it. No, we should be definitely reporting on it because people are going to say you shouldn't give them ideas. They already have the ideas. They're crazy people, okay? We need to be making people aware of this, and we need to make it, be making provisions right now to get ahead of this because we know it's going to happen. We see it all the time, monkey see, monkey do mentality. We know it's going to happen. So it is our job to get ahead of this now because these people are absolutely insane. They're absolutely insane. So we need to get ahead of this and we need to get ahead of this now because of their actions. They have, there have been widespread shortages of milk throughout the UK. And according to protesters, the lack of fresh milk in North London was caused by their actions. And they're going to keep it up no matter what, because, and and you want to know what you're going to get folks. Let me, uh, can I pull that up on the screen? This is what you're going to see. This is what you're going to see in your, uh, in your, in your uh, grocery stores if you're not already seeing it. This is what you're going to see if we don't get ahead of this. Disgusting. Now, speaking of nut jobs, anyone out there today who's listening to this right now, whether you're a Democrat, an Independent, or Republican, whether you're a Marxist or a far, far right nut wing conservative. If you literally do not believe that we are being invaded at our southern border, then you are absolutely crazy. Just look at the amount of fentanyl that has come across our border in the last year alone. And then look at the human trafficking and the sex trafficking that's come across our border. We are number one in the world for fentanyl And we are the number one in the world for drug smuggling. We are the number one in the world for human and sex trafficking, the United States of America, folks. And if you don't believe that that is a a product of an open southern border, then you're just plain stupid. Where do you think it's coming from? Storks in the sky? You think planes are dropping cargo, uh, cargo loads flying over the United States of fentanyl and, 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 and human uh, slaves? No, it's coming across the Southern border, period. I don't care which side of the aisle you fall on. And I don't know how many times I've reported this, thanks to the reporting of Ben Berkham as well. There's enough fentanyl in the United States to kill every American man, woman, and child and unborn Seven times over. Seven times over. But here's the worst part about that. Fentanyl is now such a big problem in the United States of America. Because of it coming across the southern border, you don't even have to use or abuse it to die. That is when we've got to say enough is enough. That is when we've got to put the partisan crap aside and say enough is enough. Fentanyl is now such a problem that it can kill you if you don't even use it. A California middle school student brought enough fentanyl to campus that a staff member who searched him overdosed from exposure to the fentanyl. Somebody who didn't even use it. And we can't get our crap together. A 13-year-old student from uh, Chipman, C-H-I-P-M-A-N, Chipman Junior High School in Bakersfield, California, was arrested after being caught with 150 fentanyl pills disguised as Percocet. In a statement about the incident, the Bakersfield Police Department said that While they were en route to the scene, officers were alerted about a possible overdose from a yard supervisor who inadvertently came in contact with the pills when they were located on the student. The department's preliminary investigation found that the staff member had discovered the pills because the student was involved in an unrelated altercation with another student. The New York Post, friends of ours, reports that the police said the supervisor did not ingest the pills, but opened the bottle to check it and was exposed due to, them, to uh, them being an inhalant hazard. An inhalation hazard, I should say. A police officer with the Kern High School District arrived on the scene and administered Narcan to the staff member. F- Narcan had to be administered, who was later transported to the area hospital in stable condition. Upon discovery of the dangerous drug, the school was placed under a temporary lockdown with classes being resumed later that day. So classes can resume even though there's enough fentanyl on the school grounds to kill somebody even if they don't take it. But yet we've got to send everybody home who wouldn't wear a mask. Because of fluvid 19 Give me a friggin' break. And you want to know what else, ladies and gentlemen? For everybody out there who doesn't believe that we are being uh, invaded at the southern border, you're stupid and you deserve the Dumb Dumb Award. Come on, man. (laughs) We did it.
1: We did it, Joe.
0: If you can't right now admit to yourself in your living room or wherever you're watching this show that there's an invasion of the the southern border, then I want you to do yourself a favor. I want you to spit in the palm of your hand and then smack yourself across the face literally as hard as you can. Disclaimer warning, I don't really mean to do that, but you understand the analogy. Stop being stupid because we need to slow the spread of stupid. We have 57 days to slow the spread of stupidity in this country 57 days to flatten the curve of stupidity in this country and the southern border is one of those reasons that we need to stop the slow of stupidity because sooner or later somebody's gonna die who doesn't even deserve to die oh wait that's already happening ask an angel mom ask an angel dad ask border patrol 57 days to slow the spread of stupid. You with me? Let's do this. Let's go. 57 days to slow the spread of stupid, ladies and gentlemen. Can we do it? Can we do it? I think we can. I think we can slow the spread of stupidity in this country. Jay Van Brown says, preach it, Jeremy. Well, you know, what? another way we can... Uh, we can Slow. We we can slow the spread of stupidity and we can slow the spread of theft and attacks on us by doing a few things. One of those things is by making sure that you cannot get your home stolen right from under you, ladies and gentlemen, because 65% of home title claims are fraud related and a majority of those are happening right from outside of our country so that nobody can get arrested. Why you need home title lock to prevent your property from being taken is because title and mortgage information is online for everybody to get, for everybody to access. Homeowner's insurance does not protect you if somebody steals your home. Home title lock monitors and alerts you just like if somebody walks up to your door and you've got an alarm system. And U.S.-based title restoration experts are going to be on the line 24 hours a day for if any of this ever happens. And if you get, if I'll tell you what, I know that there's um, LFA family members who have been um, a victim of home title lock, not home title lock, but their title being taken. I already know that there's LFA family members that have been guilty of it. And I know that there's LFA family members that have had this long before we started um, promoting it through sponsorship. So you need to protect your family today. You need to protect your home today. You, you protect your car by getting insurance, Right. You protect everything in your life. Why not spend a little bit to protect your home from being stolen from you for pennies a day? Go to HomeTitleLock.com today. Use the promo code LFA and protect yourself even more from this crazy evil that's out there everywhere, folks. Crazy, crazy everywhere. And now when I come back, I'm going to tell you a very, very good story about something that happened to me in a line getting coffee. All you need is a little conversation and a little bit of compassion and you can change the mind of anybody. Check this out. Here we go. And we're back to, uh, to wrap up the show here on Live from America, Real America's Voice News tonight. I want to thank you all for your shares. I know Getter at nighttime is popping on the Rav Chat. You guys are sharing like crazy. Sometimes we're even getting more views than the shows previous to ours. So thank you for that, love. I want to share a story for you. Most of you know that I am running to be a state representative here in the great state of New Hampshire for District 6. Most of you know that one of my favorite things to do is to just talk to regular, everyday people. I don't care what party you represent. I love knocking on doors. Last week, I was standing in line to get coffee with my daughter. We had just got done knocking on doors and campaigning. And we had our buttons on, you know, vote for Harold. And we're standing in line to get coffee. And uh, next to me is a lady that says, hey, I've seen your signs. She said, You're running for state rep. I said, Yes, I am. She shook my hand. She goes, Well, you know what? I'll put one of your sidens in my yard. And I said, Oh, that's great. And she goes, and uh, she goes, wait, are you what are you what are you, a Republican or a Democrat? And I said, Oh, I'm running as a Republican. She goes, Oh, never mind. And I said, What? She goes, Well, right for the jugular. She goes, right for the jugular. By the way, there's about 20 people standing in line here because the service today sucks right? So everybody's listening to our conversation. She goes, Where, what are your, what's your stance on abortion? I said, well, personally, I'm very, very against abortion. I'm a Christian and I think everybody has a right to life. I said, however, when I'm running as a representative in an area, I'm running to represent that district. And the, I'm better off to have conversations and debates with people in my district as to why we should value life than I am to just go and push my own agenda. I represent the, the district. So I represent the needs of the majority of my district. And I said, if the majority of my district thinks that abortion is wrong, then it's wrong. If a majority of the district thinks it's right, then, what, then, then I have to represent their, uh, their, their wants, their requests, right? I said, personally, I think it's wrong. New Hampshire, uh, Democrats and Republicans have come up, with a, uh, come up with an agreement that both sides are not happy about. But long story short, I'm personally against it. And she goes, that's what I thought. And she goes, and I hate Trump. Where do you stand with Trump? And I said, I love Trump. I love Trump. I said, Trump did great things. He did great things for this, that, and the other. And I explained to her where she is financially and where she is in this country with her, with her, with econo- her economically and, and, fr- and her financially uh, individually at home. And she started to see that things were a little bit better back then, but she still hates Trump. But folks, we talked in that line, by the way, for almost 20 minutes. That's how bad the service sucks today. We stuck in line for 20 minutes, talking and talking and talking and talking and talking. And do you know that at the end of it, she said, you know, I'm very happy that we had this conversation today. And I said, so am I. Now, she was a foster mom. Check this out. This is how I got her with the abortion thing. She was a foster mom. And she raised kids who were not wanted, raised kids that were left from parents who were druggies, who beat them. And she said you don't understand. She says why we need the right to choose. And I said, what do you mean? She goes, I've been a foster mom for 30 years. I've seen some of the worst possible situations a kid could be in. And she goes, nobody should have to live through that. And I said, so wait a minute, you're telling me that these kids were abused mentally, physically, sexually, you took them in, you took care of them. She goes, yeah. And I said, I bet these kids today, even though they're all grown up, I bet you're all still like a family. And she goes, we are. She goes, I love them and value them so much. And I said, boom, she goes, what? I said, imagine if they had not had a chance to live. Imagine if they had not had a chance to warm your home or for you to warm their hearts. Where would they be now? They'd be nowhere. You would not have that special relationship with them. You would not have given them that that opportunity to see the good in life. Now, she also believed in God. And I said, you would have not given them the opportunity to see the light of God. And they're alive because of you. They're with you. They were with you growing up and you gave them a good life. How can you wish or how could you even in any way think that it would have been okay if they were not alive? They got a chance at life, and they got a chance at a good life because of you. And do you know at the end of that conversation, she said, I'll put a, I'll put a yard sign in my, in my yard? She's a Democrat who hates Trump, and she said, I will put the yard sign in my yard. So let that be a lesson for each and every one of you. Conversation and compassion, and standing bold, and standing firm, but having a conversation with somebody wins no matter what. Do not let these people divide us any longer. Stand strong. United we stand. Divided we fall. Remember, folks, there are right ways and wrong ways, but there's only one Yahweh. So stand up tall. Keep your shoulders back. Keep your chest out, and keep your head up high, because you are a child of God, and no weapon formed against you will ever prosper. I'll see you tomorrow at 11 a.m., and again in the evening for more Live from America. Till then, Keep your families close, keep a smile on your face and keep spreading that gospel ladies and gentlemen peace. Rebirth of America Been a long time coming and we all learned something that we won't